You're listening to a Soul Fire Productions podcast. So, I was feeling insecure as fuck. <laughs> so, Connor left the house and I was like, fuck this noise. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to get in a bath. Definitely the best thing that I could have done because that allowed me to repattern live in the moment as something was happening. I, I saw myself and I felt myself spiraling and sitting in this irrational space. And before I had self-awareness, before I was willing to take responsibility for my own life and my own actions and understand that I create my reality, I would let this go on and on and on. And I would pick a fight and I would cry and I would be super out of my body and uncomfortable. And it would, it would really become a thing. And now I realize that as these things are happening, as I'm being insecure, as I'm letting old fears come up, old patterns pop in and I give them my power and control, I can choose in that moment to suck myself out. Say, oh, don't need to do that. That's not necessary now. So I did that and I got in the bath and I just started breathing and I sat there watching the water fall, listening to the water fall. And I immediately started to feel myself ground. And I breathed and it took me a little bit of time, but I started to feel myself sink back into my body, back into myself. And I saw what had been happening and I saw the internal chaos that I was then projecting out. And I realized that I just, I wasn't rooted within myself and that there was so much going on that I felt kind of unsafe and chaotic. So of course that's going to come out of me looking like fear and insecurity and panic and a freak out. So I just sat with myself and I breathed and I gained a little perspective. I didn't need answers. I I wasn't looking for why is this happening right now? It was like, how can I just be present and support myself and give my body what it wants and needs right now, which is peace and quiet and to return back to me. And then that turned into self-pleasure. And it was amazing. Because so often, and I've talked about this in previous episodes, so often when we are in chaos, when we are in security, when we are in fear, we literally detach from ourselves. Our soul detaches from our body. If You want to think about it that way. And we're not connected to the feminine. We're not connected to that divine knowing. We're not connected to our womb space. And we're in this doing fear. So when we step into self-pleasure, and if this becomes a routine, regular practice for you, you get to feel what it's like to truly root back in. Whether you have an orgasm or not, when you are in touch, literally and figuratively, with the feminine, when you are grounded back into your body, when you feel 
(sighs) the breath that allows you to be safe within yourself, the noise and chaos naturally falls away. You come back to that knowing. You come back to your truth. You come back to that internal compass that says, oh, we were just kind of feeling off. Or we were triggered and it was valid and legitimate. And we still choose to come back and answer the call of what is it that I actually need in this moment? Usually what we need in this moment is to take care of ourselves. We don't need someone to fix it. We don't need someone to come swoop in and try and make it better, talk us out of it. We just need to be with ourselves and take care of ourselves. So that's what I did. So what was something that could potentially turn into days and weeks of like, this is running my life, which is how I used to live, especially when I was chronically ill or in television. I lived for weeks and months and God, probably 15 plus years like this. I was in a constant state of spiral. Now I see it and I feel it. I acknowledge it and I sit with it and I move through it. Whether it's breathing, taking a bath, taking a walk, self-pleasure, just grounding back in, understanding that I have the power to choose differently. And whatever it is that my reality looks like, I also have the power to recreate it. So if I'm only seeing life through the lens of I'm not good enough or I'm going to be left or she's better than me in career, relationship, any of it, I have the power to recreate that. To say, well, that doesn't have to be my reality, right? I didn't know that I had that power before. You may not know that you have that power. You may feel like the victim of your own life. You may feel like you're out of control. Like you don't get to choose. And I'm here today to tell you that you do get to choose. Insecurity is a fatal flaw. Why? Because we let it literally drown us and kill us. It will crush you if you choose to let it. It will. And it probably has or is. I know that it's been the dictator of my life for so long. And our insecurities rooted so much in wounding and patterning, of course, from our childhoods and maybe from past lives. But we are in choice now of how it runs us. And there are so many of us, and we, I still fall into this, that let it be our guiding light. What if it wasn't? What if you chose a different guiding light? I notice that when I am deep in insecurity, I am constantly projecting. And I am projecting so much fear and so much chaos and so much noise onto people around me, whether it's my team or my fiance or the dogs or the people building the garage (laughs) or the poor lady on the phone trying to book me an appointment. Like, I'm just like, ugh. You know that feeling when you're like, everything just kind of irks you. And that's my own stuff because, because we don't address what's happening within us, because we don't sit with it and acknowledge it and let it come up and out and move through, it is then in every part of our day and our lives. 
It is in the way we breathe. It is in the way we work out. It is in the way we communicate. It's in the way we sleep. It's in the way we start our days. If you don't notice this, just take a moment to think about when I am in a state of insecurity or fear, what am I like on those days? How does it really affect me? Take note of that. Acknowledge it. Because maybe it's so ingrained in you and your life that you're not even seeing it. That's part of the problem. You're not even seeing it. You're not even seeing what a huge role it plays in your life. You may not even know it's crushing you. How is it making you crazy? How is it affecting your relationships and the way you're showing up in the world? And do you want it to keep affecting you that way? Or have you had enough? Are you like, "Mm, I'm good. (laughs) I don't need this to keep ruining relationships or making my friends think that I'm a crazy ass bitch. Like we all have our moments. But if we are operating in a constant state of insecurity and anxiety and panic because our own world internally feels that way, then we're creating our reality to match that because we like to be right. It's taking up a lot of space it doesn't need to. It's probably creating a life that you don't really like. It's kind of unnecessary. All right, just a brief interruption to tell you how I'm nourishing myself. It's really hot. It was over 100 degrees in Denver the last few days, and I have been working out like a wild woman now that I am back home and in my routine and not on a permanent vacation, though uh, I feel like maybe I should go back on permanent vacation, but I'm really enjoying um, working out and being back in the gym and moving my body. And it's also hot. And so I know I need to replenish. I am someone who is really bad at drinking water. I know I am in wellness and personal development and I feel like I should be better at this. And I'm just not, I'm sorry, I'm not. And I don't feel like I should have to apologize for it because this is just my thing. I don't love water. I love Topo Chico. I love bubbly water that I'm pretty sure is not super hydrating, but just water can't do it. So what's a girl to do? Let me tell you. Element. That is what you do. I'm obsessed with this company. They are so gracious and send us boxes of Element. And I am always asking for more because in this household with my darling fiance, we go through Element like crazy. It's the one thing uh, that I feel like we are drinking all day to stay hydrated. It's wild. And they just came out with a grapefruit flavor. They have watermelon, which I'm obsessed with. I love every flavor, but they keep upping their game. I am so impressed. The thing about Element is they have electrolytes for anyone who's sweating. It's amazing if you're fasting. It helps curb carb cravings. Yay. They don't put any sugar, artificial ingredients, coloring, nothing unhealthy. It is so clean. It's the best electrolyte brand on the market. No question. It tastes the best. I've had many different brands send me stuff. Let me tell you guys this. It's just, there's no competition. Element's the best. 
So I want you to get your hands on some of this and try it out. And we have an eight pack sampler for just the price of shipping. So five bucks. If you uh, live in the U S you can get a sampler pack, try it out, see what you like. I recommend getting some others while you're there. I mean, just get a box of grapefruit, get a box of watermelon, it's so good and so worth it. And you're going to drink it all. So go to drinkelement.com. That's drinklmnt.com slash Kelly T and you will get a eight pack sampler for $5. You're welcome. Okay. Here's the other thing. Like I said, it's hot and I am on my red game. I love my red, my red juice from Organifi. So good so hydrating as well. It also is really great at increasing blood flow. So if I'm working out a ton, I want to make sure that I am recovering really well. So blood flow is super important. There's no juicing, no blending. We all know I am not a blender. Well, I'm a blender. I'm not a juicer. I take that back. If I can blend it, fine. But if you're blending celery and beets and carrots, it's a whole process that I want nothing to do with. Let's be serious. They have 11 superfoods in the red and green juice. And then also the protein It's the only protein I use anymore. The chocolate and the vanilla from Organifi is bomb. I make really good smoothies. Can I just brag for a second? I put peanut butter. I put half an avocado, almond or coconut milk with my protein powder in there. I am set. It helps me get my calories and my protein in for the day. Organifi just kills it like across the board. Go to Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. Use the code Kelly T. You'll get 20% off everything. Stock the fuck up. So I love a good orgasm. Do you know what I love more than a good orgasm? I love an orgasm that starts in your goddamn toes and works its way up your legs and up your body and up your spine and through your head and then makes you feel like you're going to freaking explode while you have the chills everywhere. Y'all don't understand. I have been using the womanizer. The womanizer game changer. A gift from the heavens above. Their orgasmic angels personally created this and brought it to me and said, enjoy Kelly's pussy. And now, after a couple years of using this baby, they created the womanizer premium eco. So it's just as good. It has their incredible patented pleasure air technology. So it's using air to stimulate your clit, which makes it so insane. It's also very discreet and quiet. It's not like a crazy ass vibrator that you can hear from three doors down. Those those are fun sometimes. I like people. I like people knowing what I'm doing, but it's also really nice when maybe you have family in town and you still want to have a little fun. No one needs to know. And they have eco packaging. It's recyclable. It's plastic free. I mean, they thought of it all. But I just want to be clear with you. The orgasm will start in your toes. 
I swear to God, every time I use this thing, I am blown, no pun intended, away at how incredible I feel after. It is unlike anything else. Connor knows that, not that he can't compare or isn't as good, (laughs) but he knows like an orgasm with the womanizer is a whole other experience. I use it when I am sitting on top of him. I use it when he is fucking me from behind. Uh, All the ways, all the ways. It is very used in this house. And I am so excited that I get to be partnering with them for this incredible, incredible time and talk to you about the Womanizer Premium Eco. So if you want to check them out, learn more, have the orgasm of your dreams and then some, you can head to the link in the show notes and check out the Womanizer Premium Eco. And then you better freaking DM me after you use it and tell me all the things that happen. You're welcome. Insecurities make us mean and competitive. One of the biggest questions or things that have come forward for me especially as I've been going on other podcasts and being interviewed. I talk a lot about my sisterhood and community and feminine connection and all of that. And something that keeps coming up is just how competitive women are with each other and how mean we can be to one another. And you know what's even worse than being mean to someone to their face is being mean to them through social media. And I'm not even talking about leaving mean comments, which that's some bullshit right there. But I'm talking about the nonverbal, non-typing communication that we have with one another. When I see you and you are quote unquote more successful or have something I don't have, and I then judge you or say mean things about you in my own head or maybe to my friends, and I don't say them to you directly, I believe energy is real and I am sending you that energy. What are we doing? Like, it is not necessary. And it's only going to hurt us more deeply when we send that energy to someone else. Because it is always going to come back to us. And who am I to judge you and say, you're not good enough or you don't deserve that? Or why do you make that decision? Or why do you believe that? We're all entitled to our own stuff. It's not my job to decide. Just like it's not your job to judge me. It doesn't matter. It doesn't resonate. It doesn't resonate. And that's okay. But this insecurity of, oh, well, she sold out her program. So now I reserve the right to be mad at her. Or she has a great body. So that means that I am bad. Logically, and coming out of my mouth, it doesn't make any sense, but it's the shit we do every day. I have done it. I'm sure I'll do it again. We're all human. We all make mistakes. But what I'm saying now is, how can we be more aware of this? If you want to cultivate community, if you want to have incredible female relationships, stop being such a damn bitch to all the women around you. Behind their backs and to their faces. Just stop doing it. That energy shift will allow you to
to cultivate deeper, more meaningful relationships with women who trust you to have their backs, even if you don't agree with them. It's okay to not agree on everything. It's also okay to not be friends with people if you don't want to be friends with people. Not everyone's going to like you. You're not going to like everyone. Yay. Like, we don't have time for 700 besties anyway. If you're complaining about not having good female friendships, how do you treat women? And more importantly, how do you treat yourself? That's the barrier. Insecurity requires us to be in a state of fear. And it holds us back. It keeps us from ourselves and it keeps us in the ego. So insecurity sits in the brain and in the head and it's constantly telling us, you're not good enough. She's better than you. What's wrong with you? Why aren't you so, as successful as her? Why didn't you have a wedding like her? Why aren't you as good of a mother as her? Blah, 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 blah. It's all in the head. And then it causes this deep anxiety in our bodies. So our bodies are matching what our egos are telling us. But if you take that out, and you're not succumbing to giving all of your power over to your ego, and you really sit with it and you say, okay, if I were to be expansive right now, and then I know that I am whole and well on my own, and I am full as I am, and I am not broken and don't need to be fixed, what would happen? Like, what would happen? How much energy are you choosing to give to these insecurities that are unnecessary? It's going to suck the life out of you. It will suck your joy. It will suck your happiness. It will suck your play all out of you. And to your left, being miserable, which is where we find ourselves often. And I understand that the social media spiral is real and we scroll and we compare and we play the game. And I am asking you today to make a new choice. Can Susie be beautiful and successful and smart and funny and a good mom and you cheer her on for that? Can that be okay? And can you also see? that you're probably not getting the whole picture. She's probably just as much as a human as you are. That maybe her business is struggling more than you see. Maybe her marriage is struggling. Maybe she feels like a failure as a mom. Maybe she has body image issues. Go down the line and think about all the things that you deal with. And think about now what all of the other women in your life that you know and maybe don't know are dealing with as well. No one is perfect. No one has a perfect life. I get this all the time, especially around my relationship with Connor, because I don't know, we must put shit out that makes you think that we walk on water or something. But I, I always hate when people are like, you guys are a couple goals. And I appreciate it because it's nice, 
And at the same time, we have such a far from perfect relationship, just like everyone else. And we put in work and we are in constant practice together to be better as individuals and together. And it's messy and ugly and there are fights. I mean, we were on two fights in Hawaii right before we got engaged and they were yucky and they did not feel good. But it's part of life. It can be messy and ugly and uncomfortable and be beautiful at the same time. But to look at someone and think, well, they must be better than me. I have these insecurities about X, Y, and Z is not fair. And then you're in a state of beating yourself up in comparison when it's just unnecessary. But what did I talk about a few weeks ago with Elise Falzone on this show? Suffering gives us something to do. All of a sudden, we don't have suffering and we're like, what do I do with my hands? (laughs) Must be busy at all times. So suffering is an easy way to be busy. Stress and anxiety gives us something to do. Okay, great. And I make a new choice that that is not going to fill up my 99% of my life anymore. I am going to fill it with things that bring me joy and fun and make me feel really good. And I'm not going to keep stepping back into this old belief system that tells me I have to live like this just because everyone else is. Because if I don't live in that state, how does that affect everyone around me? Positively, you would think if I'm not constantly in a state of fear and anxiety, how does that affect me in team meetings that I'm leading or in my relationship and the way that I communicate with Connor or how I'm being as a dog mom? Or the way I'm taking care of my body or how I'm in my self-pleasure practice. What does that do to my orgasms? Like all of these things are domino effects of choosing to not let insecurities run your damn life. You get to set yourself free. This is a conscious choice. So when you are ready to take responsibility for your life, when you are ready to choose to free yourself from the chains of insecurity that hold you hostage in your own life, watch as everything changes. When you see yourself going back into that pattern, suck yourself out. You can acknowledge it and see it and deal with it, but you don't have to live in it. You don't have to keep recreating that dynamic over and over just because it's comfortable. It's shitty. We don't need to live there. Asking yourself, do I choose to be in this fear or do I choose a frequency that allows me to be safe within myself? Because when I am safe and I am in my body, my ability to see what's going on is so much clearer. And then I choose a different frequency for myself. One that is expansive and is not limiting. Can you choose that for yourself?
I love you. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Show. If you would like even more exclusive content, conversations with me, the ability to connect with women in a really sacred space to continue to challenge yourself, to create space for yourself and come back home to your truth and your knowing. I would love, love, love to have you inside the Onyx, the incredible space that I created for women like you who want more and who are ready to lean in to all of it. You can go to patreon.com slash the Kelly show. The link is in the show notes and I cannot wait to see you in there and hold that space for your growth. See you soon.